Well, it's that time. It's Wednesday with Wendell here at 4914 Everhart at Panacea. That's right. The cure for most difficulties and or diseases. Panacea. Positive analysis. Nutrition accumulates confidence, energizing activity. That's right. P-A-N-A-C-E-A. Now, my guest today, man, he just got off of work. I feel kind of bad because he's not getting his regular sleep or anything to know today. But anyway, I got to get up from my man, Rob Gomez. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me out. Don't worry about it. I, uh, I, not my first rodeo doing this. I'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right. So you, you're still a young man, which you know is like, ooh, you do go to sleep, it's going to feel kind of good. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. It oh. helps It helps get me back to sleep in the night, too, coming off the nights and staying up during the day. It sucks, but you, yeah. you, you get on your normal schedule. And knowing that you're working in that heat, it's not like you're working in a dome over exactly. there. At Signal Work for Signal, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, okay, man. Now, in the... Does Venezuela actually own Sitco? Yeah, they used to. They used to? Uh, yeah, they actually, they had to. Sitco was like a parent, uh, they were the parent company, and Sitco yeah. was like uh, their holdings, but the, a few years ago, that got uh, shaken up, and yeah. now Sitco is its own thing. Okay, you know, cool, cool. Well, ain't nothing wrong with that. We'll be careful working in that heat, man, and all those chemicals that's going on, because I hear certain noises only time, you know, like, Anytime that alarm goes off over there, and and, and they let you know that something is happening, you got to do something. Like if it's a storm coming in, or you got a high velocity of something that's happening, it doesn't just go off. It goes off for a reason over there. Now every Friday, that's when they say warning, warning, warning. Oh, yeah, yeah. They go through that little scary yeah, noon, Friday. We, yeah, yeah, noon. Fridays, yeah, yeah, it really goes. It used to go off every day, but now it's just on Fridays, yeah, yeah. right? I remember, you know, my, my dad growing up, uh, my dad worked turnarounds, and he always worked refineries, and I was a mechanic in my early, early, early 20s, then my dad passed away, and I came back and started working refinery work to support yeah. my mom and my family, and the first time I walked into one, I was working nights, and it was like a city, man, it was like work, walking into a downtown city, everything is so big right. and so brightly right. lit, yeah. and there's so many people running around there to turn around, there's hundreds, yeah. it's literally like a city, but it's yeah. crazy because... Most people don't know what that's like. Yeah. yeah, unless you've been in it before, there's nothing yeah. like it. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Pretty cool. Well, that's good. Well, I know one thing you have been jumping in the comedy scene. You've been dedicating. You've been on the road, going around, getting on tickets, doing the open mics, trying to help. I think the guy in Beaville. Who's hollering that in Beaville? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the the mic in Beaville is at. Uh, you said a place called Scores. Yeah, it? yeah, it's Scores. a place called Scores. And it's it was the first and third Tuesday of every month there or something like uh, that? First and third Tuesday, yes, sir. And uh, his name is Albert. He's a really good dude. Yeah. Uh, he's got a good thing going out there. Um, it's a really neat mic, you know. It's it's at kind of like a, a dive bar hangout. Yeah. And the thing is, he told me straight up, like, the crowd's not used to comedy. Oh, so it's a little, little wild. But yeah. it's perfect because... I feel like if you can grab their attention and hold it for 10, 5, yeah. 10 minutes, yeah. then you can do it anywhere. Yeah. And so I did that the, a few days before I did the North Shore show right. with Anna. Uh-huh. Shout out to Anna for allowing me to do that. Anna Ramirez, thank you so much. Uh, you guys, y'all got to check out. She's, she's doing that room, North Shore Country Club in Portland, Texas. Uh, at the beginning of every month, she's got a, uh, the yeah, first, the first Friday, Friday of every month. Every yeah. month she, yeah, yeah, every month. And the next show, oh, man, it looks great. She's got Ruy okay. Genti coming and... She's got Jeremy Lawrence, Tina LaCochina. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, it's a, it's yeah, a great time. Timely rain, from what I understand. Oh, and, yeah. and it's really good, like I say. 
the commonly seen in Corpus Christi is smoking hot. Oh, right? my goodness. That's no disrespect. It's like molten lava. You know, with last night here at Panacea, you know, people coming in and, and doing their thing, and then the hidden door with Jan and Jay, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and it's still downtown on Keith Street. You know, uh, Congress Live on the south side is going to be having some things popping off. And, you know, just this past weekend, I got to host the second show with Phase on Love. I saw that. Hey, man, congratulations. And, that looked really cool. It, it was great. And, 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 you know, I want you to know Big Vern, Big Boy, and Keisha Hunt. I mean, she's dynamite, man. She She's out of Houston. She's really a killer, man. She looked like high energy. She so looked she's very, I love her energy, you yeah. know. And she's been in it for a while. She's not new to the game, and she has a flag going on on Instagram. Follow her, Keisha Hunt. For she's sure, very yeah. outstanding. Definitely. And you know, and with uh, I think tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, there are actually tonight in San Antonio, with cousin Berto uh, uh, is having a birthday roast thing. You know, Brandon Dollar be safe for and travel to whoever's going to San Antonio to check that out. That'll be pretty interesting. Shout out to Cousin Berto, man. Yeah, and that's it. Happy birthday. That's right. You know, with everything that's going on with the uh, uh, upstage comedy lounge, your body with the fourth, you know, doing this thing, bringing in people left and right. You know, having the workshop classes and all those things that's going on in San Antonio. To me, it's the hub of comedy right now. No disrespect Mm -hmm. to anywhere else. That's just my personal opinion. And the loud pack boys are doing their thing, Clifton Simmons, you, you, you know. Uh, Victor Mendoza, you know, just a uh, trailer guys that's doing good things. You know, Duck Easy, you know, the Mac, you know, George Rosales, Clito Rodriguez, and Al Gonzalez, and people that's all that's doing good things. And shout out to El Paso, you know, Sharina, you know, Irma Ruiz, and, you know, Tammy Bernal. My point is Tina LaCochina here, because just here, we got on the 19th, got a show with Clean Comedy with Trey Amigo. You know, he's going to be hosting that with Lito and Katie the comic. Yeah, that's so cool, yeah. I was telling Lito on Thursday night, man. Like, it's really cool that he's doing that. Yeah. Uh, there's, everybody talks about how important it is to start writing clean, you know, because you can't go, it's real hard to go back. And most of my jokes, I take the cuss words out of it, they're pretty clean. Yeah. But I try to keep that, that vibe that way I'm able to do it. Because yeah. I feel like well, you know, it's a crowd for everything, basically. Exactly. And, and people who want that, if you can cater to that, then that, that's, to me, that's a little gift. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I can do clean. It's on adults. And when we're going to an adult, then we're going to an adult. Exactly. And if you want clean, I can bring you clean. Exactly. And so it works both ways with me. I'm going to adapt to the game. Yeah, but absolutely. I'm going to adapt to the audience with your atmosphere, your venue, what you want. I got you. We were just we having a conversation with uh, Big Mac. He put something on uh, on Facebook the other day about doing crowd work and stuff and just kind of like how multifaceted, you know, comedy is. And he's like, man, some, some comedians really shit on doing crowd work. And I, uh, I told him, I was like, man, I feel like if you're missing one aspect of your game, you're missing chances to reach people. Yeah. I, I really respect uh, people who do crowd work. I... I kind of sometimes worry about how big it's gotten and how popular it's gotten because I feel like I I would not want to be a young comic coming up and seeing them thinking like, oh, that's all I have to do is just talk about what's going on in the room. I mean, and if you do that, hey, that's your thing. I respect it. But like, learn how to write jokes, you know, be able to write a five, type five or ten and be able to do crowd work. And man, like you got it all, you know, you're unstoppable. 
I just feel like you should always concentrate on being better, no matter what. Oh, no what matter what it is. Choose, that, yeah. that's, no matter what avenue you choose, it's okay. It's widespread because, in, cause see, it's just like social media now. Mm-hmm. You know, what you post just might get spin off, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, to make you happy, mad, disappointed, or sad. And so you got to take all of that and you got to adapt to so many things, which is good. And that's how people got to realize that and you got to just respond to the things. You know, listen and pay attention because, you know, if you listen, you'll learn something more than just spitting things out. Mm-hmm. If you have an experience, it, to me personally, don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, just leave it alone. We'll come to your conclusions. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, not at all. We all got an asshole, but at times it's going to stink. So, you know, you got to just deal with things that come and go. For sure. You know, the thing, you know, the hash bash is going to be next week. You know, here and and that's going to be pretty good. Max Richards, haven't seen her in a minute. Be really good to see him again. And and uh, Daniel Thoris and Trey Armijo is hosting yeah, that yeah. one. You know, uh, uh, man, Jay Valdez, I think, is going to be here. Jay you know, Devin Bennett, she's going to be here. They're going to have a special guest. You know, Blake haven't haven't told me who it was, but we're going to find out that's who awesome. that's going to be. And then later, then the next. Then that Saturday in uh, Kingsville at the Havelina Water and Home, Tina Lacatina jumping out. And then she's jumping back over here Tuesday, you know, for the exchange. That's her last Tuesday every month. So she's really bumping it. I think she did a yeah. show last night or maybe tonight, I think it is in Laredo. Yeah, she did show in Laredo. And then Danielle did that. Uh, did you see Danielle did that Blue Beetle? The uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, in San Antonio, yeah. that promotional event. Yeah. Uh, really proud of her. Shout yeah. out to Danielle, man. Yeah. Great job. Well, well yeah, and that's the thing about it. Keep the confidence up on that one. Anything that you go through in life, you know, it's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a curse. It's not a death sentence. You know, you have to really pick yourself back up because you look where your priorities are in your mm-hmm. life right now, especially all the things that's going on. You know, Absolutely. it's really hot. And, and, and then also, Anna. Is having a great thing there at the NSCC, North Shore Country Club, first it, it's Friday. It's so good to see. And then Sean Miller has peps in Portland. Yes, yeah. You know, so comedy is really hot here in the coastal Bend area. Anthony Nino down there in yeah, the valley. You know, him, <laughs> him, him, Mario and Omar mm-hmm. down there. And then Laredo's funny, you know, with Fred <laughs> and Steven. You know, mm-hmm. the guys are doing a good job so everywhere, man. If I didn't give you a shout-out. Uh, I'll get you next time. I apologize. Yeah, man, it's great. I've only been doing this for a year, and I've had the opportunity to open for so many amazing people. Yeah, you know, you Mario go. had me down there uh, go out to uh, McAllen one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for that, Mario. You know, Anna's giving me opportunities. I got to open for Javi in Portland, and all these people. Uh, I, I, Tina's given me multiple opportunities to open, you know. There's so many uh, good opportunities if you really want to get better and they see that you're taking this seriously yeah. because they take it seriously. And see, and the thing and, too with the local community, just here in the 361, you know, they're getting together and having workshops, you know, writing sessions mm-hmm. and other technology, Mary Garcia, Brandon Downey. Oh, I want to give big props to Anna and Brandon this past weekend that we was out there at the Whiskey Street Southside and yeah, I noticed I was standing up. The reason why I was standing up, because if I sit down in a, a little bitty chair, it takes me five to ten seconds <laughs> to stand up. See, I got to stand up so I can walk around straight, because Keisha busted me, man. I had been sitting down so long, I couldn't walk like my ass is just sticking out like I got all kind of arthritis and shit, man. 
But it was all good. I appreciate y'all. I love you. But if you, I, I'm okay. I just need to sit in a high chair. Like when you was a baby, had a high chair. It's going to come back to you. I ask it over. You had to sit in a high chair. I'm just saying, you know, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not from Missouri, but I can show you better. I can tell you, you know, and I'm just glad that you're doing a good thing and keep it up because what you found me. I mean, you need to stop telling lies on your kids about them kids doing you <laughs> like that. Your daughter, your son, what they you do. And I, I, I met Antonio, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, at, at the ballpark. That ball just changed his whole demeanor oh, of going he, to the ballpark. You understand the whole drive home, he was talking about the ball, how happy he was, how excited he was. I just dropped him off a few hours ago for his first day of fourth grade. So, no cap. Yeah, no cap. First day today. Yeah. Love you, boy. Well, well, you know, one thing about him, once he get accustomed to you, because he's really basically a shock, and I can tell. But once he opened up, oh, he's going, hey, what's going on? He's, he's going got my wife's personality. He's very shy, but he's very intelligent. Yes, he is. I can tell that there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Big heart. And, Love and with you, how you are, and things, and with your life, and the Mexican inheritance, how you keep, he's going to be a fine young. Thank you you so know, you're going to have to let him his own experience later on and things like that. Just where's your daughter? And just, like, I want you to tell whoever you date your daughter, just let her know. Uh, if you put your hands on my baby girl mm -hmm. besides pleasing her, and I don't want to think about that right now, but if she come home with a black guy, ain't nothing, nothing going to say you. Nope. Nothing going to say you. I'm just going to give you a black eye. I'm not going to say I'm going to kill you. I'm just going to give you a black eye. Okay, and that's... That's how it is. That's oh, how I look at that. You know? I, I feel like the greatest gift you can give a kid is just allowing them to be who they are. You yeah. Know? yeah. They're, they're an extension of us in a lot of ways. Because they're a blank slate starting yes. out, you know, and they absorb everything. Everything is seen. And the technology is how, like, my youngest grandson just started his first day pre-K, you know, and, and then I have another grand. He just started first grade, and it's, they're willing to grab so much because that two, they got a talent. Every two-year-old has a talent. You know, I didn't get a phone in 2005. You know what I'm saying? So my point being is how things are, so your mind is constantly growing. But also you got to put things in perspective for them. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and how things just happened uh, within the past week or so now, because August 5th, 2023 is the day. It's 2023, it's not 1963. Right. And don't get it wrong, you know, it, it's just that I can see now how that happened, that more blacks are speaking to each other. Mm -hmm. You know where it should be, and we have a lot of oppression. There's a lot of things and is going on that is going to have to come to light. If it don't, then the world's not going to be a good place to live because things are going to keep happening. Yeah. Because how the truth come out, a lot of people didn't know. Because see, like say your age, you don't remember saying when when they had the march or some peaceful uh, yeah. march where they. Uh, put the hoses on them or they was whipping the women and the children with batons and then the dogs bite them. They didn't show that a lot. So this incident here, people say, well, I think that's wrong. Well, you know, a lot of things have been wrong, but nothing yeah. is said about it. Exactly. And there's still a lot of things that are going on. And so it's going to have to come to a head and, and, and I'll definitely be talking more about this more and more. You know, I think in the digital world and the world we live in, people really do lack an honest uh, perspective on other people's lives because of the bullshit we see on social media and online all the time. Everybody gets a fragment of the story. Everybody there you gets go. everybody gets somebody's mm -hmm. own spin on things. And even when it comes to ourselves, nobody puts their real life on social media. Yeah. It's always the best. So you yeah. get this idea this person's living this grand life and really not. So with all of these half cocked ideas of what's going on around us and 
coupled with the fact that the media and the government constantly wants us at each other's throat, everybody walks around with this complete lack of perspective and empathy for the journey of other people. And you gotta sit, we gotta slow down and just talk to see people, my big have thing, conversations. My big thing about this is right now that I've seen so much things I've been thinking as a young boy that's came up, that's lived through, you know, born in 55 and coming through the civil rights time, how things are now. And seeing how so much was being withheld, seeing how much was being doing wrong, and people didn't want to accept it. When I say they, I'm talking about the white government didn't want to accept it. They put this out here for a reason. Why? Who you gonna? You're not God, you know? Because man, <laughs> man builds, man destroys. Man didn't create man or woman. So my point being is, why are you trying to put so much in one thing? You killed off the Native Americans, basically. You know, you abused and used the Mexicans that came in here to work and, you know, uh, uh, harvest your crops. Either they could stay there or they can move north or they can go back home. And then you come out, now you want to call them these immigrants. And to me, I got a big deal with that because if you're taking them over here, you want them to work for you. Why don't you get them over here, uh, uh, have them... Uh, Give them a social security number, mm-hmm. and then then you are in there. If they, they pay willing to pay a coyote three thousand dollars, I'm pretty sure you can go and get got fifteen hundred out of it. I don't see anything wrong with that. If that's what the word was, I always tell people like this: How many illegal immigrants do you see standing on the corner begging for change? How many people do you see with their hand out saying, "Hey man, can I get a dollar?" Yeah, it don't happen. It don't happen like that. You yeah. know, these people work and they want to work. You that's, see, that's a and what really got me. When we have this particular person that's been indicted now, talking about, oh, the only thing committed is murders and rapists. Well, a newsflash, you know, the people that committed the most rapists, murders, incidents has been the white people, our white government over the years. They have committed more massacres than anything else. So you want to call, well, you know, you see two or three black skin, or something that's going on. So two or three Mexicans, what's going on? I haven't really dealt too much with Asians too much until I travel. And, you know, they, they can see how things are. The Japanese, you, you know, you, you got the bomb dropped on you, you know, by the American government. So I'm just saying how things are. Now, since it's coming ahead, people are seeing the big picture, you know, and since that 40 acres and a mule, you know, accumulates to that is over $6 trillion. Let's start with that lady that's 107 years of age that actually was there in the Tulsa, Mexico. Exactly. And she remembered that. Give her, break it off from 18 to 107. Break it off with no taxes. You'll see the big difference that it would come because that means there's more money that's going to come, more things to build because it's all about helping each other. It's never been about me against you. It's been me against myself and what I got to deal with everything else. When people are talking about the hood or you're talking about North Side or you're talking about the ghetto or you're talking about the slum across the railroad tracks, people are people. Yeah, you exactly. know, if you disrespect them, they're going to disrespect you. And now what happened in Montgomery is a big thing now. Exactly. You know, and now they're running with it on social media. They're running with it, and it's bringing out more and more and more. It's more, a lot more white people than I've seen. It's down, hey, they, hey, you can condemn it if you want, but this is how it happens. You, it's an old school problem. Yeah. You don't start no shit, won't be no exactly. shit. And now it's going to get out of hand worse than every time because just uh, how it is. Do I condone it? Well, do y'all condone about anything else happening in American history? Exactly. I feel like right now we're at a really tough spot because I don't think we've ever needed community leaders more than we need them now. And yet it's become so much harder to have one 
that's got a clear, concise message and that has the dedication and the honesty and the integrity to lead. Well, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. black leaders and Hispanic leaders have constantly been uh, taken out or destabilized or, or, you know, assassinated in many cases. Um, you know, your Fred Hamptons, your Martin Luther Kings, your Malcolm X's. Um, you had so many, uh, and not, not just black leaders, Hispanic leaders have been run through the mud, you know, and, and uh, torn from asunder and, and try to destabilize or besmirch. But it starts in the communities, man. You got yeah. you got to try and be a community leader. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, and, and, and see, dealing with me where I live in Hillcrest, and, and we had that small thing, and, and I always tell them, the people that, that do Lamont Taylor that speaks pretty well for us, and uh, uh, Reverend uh, Harry... Williams, you know, uh, that speaks for us. And I told him all the thing is to me is compensation. I don't want to hear anything else what they got to say. Because, you know, the refiners, not you, that people that work there, but they know what they have done to contaminate that. They kept all the fruit of life because of what's going on. Because to me, it's just like when, <laughs> and it's been, we have the dirtiest, shittiest beaches right here in the house. Now, my point in case of Port Winnebago, it is to, a uh, place called the Smokehouse. Now it's to call the Texas Throne, which I call the Shit House. Okay, that's where you get all these porta potties or skittle cans, and they come and they dump it there. Now, you see how close we are there, close to the water. So it got us going out to that water. Now this has got me one day. Uh, they was dumped, but they had to call Rotor Rooter. Now, why do you call? Why would you call Rotor Rooter? Because they had a backup, didn't they? Okay, so my, my thing is that it is a shitty, and that's where it's all going. So, you know, when you think about infrastructure on certain things, the city within the whole hasn't done a good job. I'm not blaming the leaders that's right now. You know, I, especially Paulette. No, I think she's doing a good job, and even in that man's world. And a lot of people are really watching her back, or so to speak, and you still got people that are scratching the other people's mm-hmm. back. Well, the poor commission has got, oh, okay, so I took the money. Can I pay it back? The white collar crime shouldn't gotta go. Call him required like y'all doing with the man who got uh, indicted. We so. gotta hold our leader, yeah. the people that are doing for us accountable. Uh, yeah. We gotta make our voices heard, and then also uh, just understand that things don't change overnight. No, you know? exactly. they didn't get like this overnight. No. It's been years and years, decades, decades of oversight oh, yeah. and letting it slide, and things will get better. Somebody will come along and fix this for us. No, man. Yeah. If you we see have something, to do it yeah, you gotta do it you gotta yourself. And now when because. We have young kids. You have young children. I got grandkids, you know. And the point is, you want them to be able to live their life, but what kind of life are they going to be able to live if these things are happening? If you think about how our government is doing global warming or how the food things is going on, what are you going to do? You have to instill in them to see what's really going on. They're going to have to get in an environment and correct them and try to be positive. You know, sure, they're going to have to deal with the negative aspects because right now, any kid to tell you, you know, all I got to say right now, my daughter asks her child what he wants to eat. It's not like I'm cooking this, it's what you eat. Yeah. I'm just saying. Different world. So it's yeah. a different world. Yeah. Different world. Before I get off of here, man, go ahead and say what you got to say and give some shout outs because I, I know you got to. Man, no, I just, uh, I'm really grateful and thankful to the uh, Corpus Christi comedy community. Uh, like this past Thursday, man, we all got together, had a great night. Um, and, and did a lot of good comedy. It's really nice to have that sense of community. Uh, everybody has each other's back. Uh, you know, there's always disagreements, things like that. But for the most part, 
we do a really good job of working together and supporting each other, yeah. doing events. We have so many good leaders, like you've mentioned, Tina, Anna, Blake, you know, Javi, uh, Sean Miller. We have so many people, Jen and Jay, uh, constantly trying to uh, get us opportunities to do what we love to do, which is making people laugh. Yeah. And, uh, and giving us that sense of community, you know, shout out to places like Mesquite and Panacea and, uh, you know, the Hidden Door and all these different places, uh, North Shore Country Club, that are giving us these opportunities because we love to do this, man. And yeah. It's our passion. And people obviously are loving what we're doing because they're coming out and they're seeing us. Yeah. So thank you guys for all of y'all that are, that are putting the time in and uh, to all the venues and to all the people that are coming out and seeing yeah. us, man. I'm just... Like I said, I'm really grateful. I did not think when I stood on that stage for the first time last year, mm-hmm. I did not think this is where I would be or what I'd be doing. And this is where you are. You want to keep I'm moving. Grateful, you, you, you're feeling it. You're loving it now. It's in your blood and adrenaline. And, and I, I'm thinking to give a shout out to all the comedians all over. You know, I have my, my home up there in Chicago, Rob Mayfield. You, you know, uh, the TNT partners there out there in Oakland and Concord, California. You, you know, and, and the Dallas, I haven't met with y'all too much, but I, I get with y'all. And just to just knowing that things are really happening, you know, especially one thing I do know is that at an open mic, when it's a heckler, somebody, we, we all get on that heckler. Oh, we, yeah. we all going <laughs> to attack that one person because you, you mess with us, man. We try to do something good here, but you, you should have signed up too. Yeah. You know, I know we always do that. And just to let y'all know, the Corpus Christi Hooks, they're trying to get in the playoffs now and got about after the night, uh, nine more games, uh, Sunday, then they off for two weeks, come back on September the 5th through the 10th. And so if you want tickets, you're going to have to hit me up, man. I'm letting you know right now. So I don't know what else to tell you. You know, I'm putting it out there for you. And I just want to say thank you to Renee, being your here, and Matt Gangsley. They, they, they've done a great thing. I like what's going on out here, man. And, and some people, not everybody's 420. Well, personally, I don't like pills either, so. That's the way that shit go. I'm going to do me. Anyway, my name is Mr. Wendell, and I see what I'm looking at. Toodaloo.